0: Hey, welcome to Sunday Morning with Greer Church Without Walls. My name is Jonathan Wagner, and I will be sharing today, along with anybody who happens to be here with us, uh, feel free to uh, listen after the end of the service. I'm going to put tell a brief story of how the, uh, Greer Church Without Walls started and, uh, you know, where we are today and, and why we, we do this. So, uh, here, moving on, um, just, uh, let you know, we have, uh, Anchor Podcast is the, the tool that I use and, and Anchor is free. Uh, they'll find you, uh, you know, sponsors. If, if there's anybody that's matches sponsoring, um, they offer tools and tool set that are fantastic for, uh, uh, you know, recording your podcast, uh, or you can upload from, a, you, know, a, a, you know, better tools. Uh, oftentimes, I just use my phone, which the quality isn't as best as, as good as it could be, but the, uh, but the ease is very simple and straightforward. So check out anchor.fm if you uh, think you want to start a podcast. And uh, well, you know, have a great day. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. You're worthy of praise and glory and honor. I pray you help us today. Help the words to come. um, Help the understanding to come Mm -hmm. according to what you want. Mm -hmm. And help whoever hears this to to receive uh, the right message, Lord. Mm -hmm. I praise you and bless you and lift up your name. Amen. 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 Um. At the end of, well, okay, I'm gonna. Qu- semi-quote the scripture verse at the end of Corinthians thirteen, and then go into what I'm talking about, and then we'll come back to this. But yeah, you, know, you know, at the end of that, it says, "And now, abide faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love." Okay, and that's at the end of Second Corinthians thirteen. Anyway. Um, but the. Uh, I was thinking last night and this morning that, especially in this day and age, so many people have expectations. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have expectations of ourselves, we have expectations of others, we have expectations of, of, you know... Corporations, expectations of government, expectations of people, of of industries, of doctors, yeah, everybody has expectations. Expectations are based on finite calculations that we make using our own limited knowledge. Sometimes we can be more accurate than others. But there's still calculations based on limited knowledge. Mm -hmm. And as such, we as Christians need to realize that expectations are a very flawed way of looking at the world. when we look at somebody and we expect them to succeed because they've had all the right things you know all the you know all the benefits or we look at somebody and we expect them to not live up to our expectations because they never do or we look at somebody and expect them to fail because they've had you know all the neg- you know all the hard stuff that's happened All of those are expectations that we put on other people and ourselves. Because if I have expectations about somebody else, then that puts a level of control on my actions towards that person, on my attitudes towards that person, on my thinking and praying and everything towards that person. Because I have expectations, so I expect them to act a certain way, I expect them to use a certain tone, I expect them to, you know, do a a certain thing or not do a certain thing, so we, being humans, have this strong tendency to prepare our responses and prepare our reactions and, you know, we just do that. And so when we have expectations of somebody, then our responses to them are based on those expectations, sometimes, if not always, more than based on their actual actions or words or whatever. Another way of saying that is that we're judging or prejudging, we have prejudice. We've prejudged them based on our expectations. And if you flip that coin over, and you look at you know, the greatest of you know, faith, hope, and love. If we have faith, if we have hope in something, it says faith is the substance of things things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. So if we have hope in God, we can have faith that he's going to help other people to be who and what they need to be. And we can hope that they will respond the same way that God hopes that we'll respond and be who and what he wants us to be. Because God doesn't force us to do that. God does not have... If God had expectations of us as humans then we wouldn't have free will. If God is God, and he had expectations of us, then there would be no free will. But he hopes that we'll rise to what he created us to be. He has, faith is a weird thing, but faith in us that we will come around to choosing to be his companions. That we will choose to worship him, to follow him, to love him, to obey him, to do what he wants us to do because of love. So faith, hope, and love, they're all there. And see, if we have that same hope in other people, we have that same, yes, there There will be disappointment. There, there will be times when people do things that just breaks our heart it, it will happen that's just how it is, yeah. but God dealt with that too mm-hmm. yeah. God dealt with suffering, I mean on the cross jesus mm-hmm. God dealt with the ultimate suffering so and and betrayal and backstabbing and all of that, so mm-hmm. We can't expect to not have to deal with that. But if we have that hope that people are going to respond the way they could because of the love of God, if we have the faith that they're going to be what we we hope they are, if we have the love for them to give them the grace to move towards it without, you know, slapping them down when they fail. Then what happens is people eventually rise above what our expect expectations could ever be. People will be the people in our lives, people in general will be far will far exceed whatever calculations we can make because our calculations are based on finite Things, And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You can't do calculations based on faith. You can't do calculations based on hope. You can't do calculations based on love. With love, it's either all or nothing. You either love somebody or you don't. There is no in-between. And yet we make calculations and set expectations. Well, if you do this, then I'll love you this much. If you do that, then I'll love you that much. If you do that, then I won't love you at all because blah. But, yeah. And then we set up an economy of expectations and it causes all kinds of problems. And that's where we are today because people have so many expectations of whatever you know what's a real definition of expectation I started to look at it up, but I didn't want to be on my phone I don't know uh, expect to come out of um, it's interesting it has the same prefix as expectorate which is to spit Um, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future a belief that someone will or should achieve something one's prospects of inheritance or you know archaic was an expectation but a uh But, yeah, it's interesting that they come from the same root words, you know, expect and expectorate. Mm -hmm. hmm. And maybe that's probably more accurate than the definition Mm -hmm. that we use. Mm -hmm. Because when we set expectations of somebody, we're spitting on them. Mm -hmm. We're spitting on them either to lubricate the situation or to just spit on them. Is what it is. So, but the, uh, but God doesn't want us to have expectations. Like I said, God doesn't have expectations of it because expectations, by their very definition, are judgments. We're judging someone's capability, we're judging someone's ability. Somebody, we're judging someone's. Potential, because we set expectations on them. I mean, you can look in history where people have judged, you know, people in the past. The, the, um, you know, we've all heard stories about scientists or, you know, people that were genius that did poorly in school. Because they were expected to do certain things, and they found that just too boring to even care about. Because they were so far advanced beyond that, you know. We know I've I've known people like that. They just did poorly in school because the schools expected them to go through the, you know, the step by steps, and they were already so far beyond that the teachers didn't have a clue, couldn't deal with it, but. We, as Christians, as individuals, as those who love God, need to understand that when we set expectations on other people, we're we're being anti-biblical. We're being judgmental. And Jesus said not to judge. So, and, I'll take another step further. When we set expectations on ourselves we're being judgmental and it's very easy to set expectations on ourselves i expected by this point in my life to be blah i should be duh duh da. man by now i should have had this and this and this and this i should never respond like that ever I shouldn't have this problem. I should weigh this. I should do that. I shouldn't do that. Whatever. We set expectations on ourselves. We're judging ourselves based on finite, imperfect calculations. You know, we don't even have to make judgments quote unquote. Oh, I don't like them. They're bad. I don't like this. It's bad. We're doing it based on our calculations. Well, at this point in time, I should have this, and I should have saved that, and I should have done this, and do this, and do that. I'm a failure because I haven't succeeded at those. We're casting judgment on ourselves. We're casting judgment on other people. And God simply doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to hope in our, you know, to have hope for ourselves, hope for others, to have faith in others. He wants us to love to the point where we lift others up and lift ourselves up. Because that's the only way we can enter into his presence. The only way we can come before him truly as the children of a loving father is with faith, hope, and love. With all the fruits of the Spirit, but those three in particular. Because that's where God wants us to be. He, you know, he doesn't want us making judgments based on expectations, faulty expectations at that. I mean, you know, you could take it a step further. Our expectations we made on finite calculations that are based on data that we receive through faulty sensors. So it's partial, incomplete, incomplete you know, information that we're making finite calculations that are probably faulty and wrong to come up with a, an answer that we based our whole lives around that we try to hold everybody up to whether it's for ourselves, you know, whatever that standard is and it's all based on malarkey. It's just based, you know, it's just not right. You know, if you spend all day sitting in the mud making mud pies and eating them and somebody gives you a, you know, a piece of toast without anything on it, it's going to taste pretty good compared to that mud. That's what our expectations do. God's saying, no, come in Let me give you a bath. Let me bathe you. Let me feed you. Let me love you. Let me care for you. And if we have that love and that faith and that hope in others and ourselves and in God, then we can all rise above the morass of garbage that we find ourselves in, you know, humanity in right now on a daily basis. For what it's worth, think about that. Consider it. Don't make those faulty calculations. Don't have expectations. Now, I will say this. Because we're human, we have expectations. Recognize them. And say, God, help me overcome that expectation. Help me be able to let go of that expectation and replace it with your love. Help me to let go of that calculation that I did to come to that and replace it with faith and hope. And he will. He'll give you the wisdom to know how to do that. All you gotta do is ask. So just, you know, ask him to help you because, like I said, we're human. We're gonna have expectations. That's just the nature of the beast but we can ask him for help and he's willing to do it he's ready and willing and able and wants to help us so think about that do you think all expectations are not good I think that compared to faith and hope and love there's no comparison I mean if you do away with all your expectations would you do away with your Trying to be better? I mean, trying to achieve something? I think if you have faith that you're trying to approach God the way he wants you to, then you're going so to continue to get better. maybe faith and expectations would be kind of an equal basis on that. I don't think so. I don't think expectations... I think expectations come from us. They don't come from God. They from a selfish point. They come from a self... From the, from the, the id the the expectations come from our sense of who we think we are instead of who God knows we are i know that traditionally we you know it's easy to you know, to you know we think expectations that's you know it's we can expect this of ourselves but we're setting a goal based on that faulty calculation with any expectation. But if, we, if it's based in faith and hope and love, then it's not an expectation, it's faith. It's a reality that we are approaching God. And we may fail, but God will help us to do better. I understand what you're saying, I don't think that I, I, I really don't think that there's any place where expectation is comes from God I think expectation is all comes from ourselves I think if you if you that what you're talking about with the 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 equivalent of the faith to expectation sort of situation I think if you don't focus in on that expectation but instead have the faith in the reality then if you fail because you're human, you won't destroy yourself with Yeah, You're not going to hurt yourself yeah. because of the Because, ex- because, because of failure. Faith. Failed expectation. Failure yeah. is inevitable for humans. We're going to fall down. But if we have faith and hope and love, then it's not going to completely, you know. Yeah. It won't destroy us. Yeah. Because God, yeah. because there is hope. And God says, "No, let me help you Mm -hmm. learn from this." You know. Everybody's everybody's just being quiet. Okay, I'm just looking, giving giving anybody a chance. All right. Well, Lord, we I pray that you'll help us to. Understand and and hear the have your message and what you mean, Lord. And, and if I mess up my understanding of it, Lord, I ask you help it to be clear clarified for somebody else and for anybody else, Lord. We praise you and bless you. Lift your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity.